This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at talkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. That's questions at talkmusiccity.com. Money. Carrie Ann, you're looking amazing today. Right. Bring it in the bright. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. (laughs) Amazing. Looks like you're ready for Christmas or something there. This is orange. This is a fall color. Get with the program. That's orange. It's It's not red, You know what she said? It was orange. It it became more orange than what I thought it was red. Okay. Moving right along. (laughs) They're not in a fashion, but we have the one and only Blake Johnson with us today. We're so excited. Yeah, we're going to be talking about a topic that I think is going to bring a lot of value to all the real estate community out there. Absolutely. We're really excited about it. If not... If not directly, indirectly, by just the awareness. So, looking forward to talking about Super that. Super important for sure. With you, Blake Johnson. Thank you for joining us yeah, today. Thanks for having Let's me. Let's talk about our amazing sponsor. We're Let's so do. very grateful for Music City Removal. They're the number one junk removal service in Nashville for residential, commercial, and construction. They're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. So, whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal Team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. Shazam! But my jacket is, y'all. Is, my jacket even though it is, is even red. Yeah, I was going to say, even though it's red. <laughs> no, this is a bright, fabulous, It's beautiful, it's orange, beautiful, okay. Burnt orange. Hey, you know, when in doubt, wear bright colors. It brightens up the room. It's a lot of boy, fun. Oh, boy. In a previous... Um, Session we talked about disc, right? So mm-hmm. this is my eye jacket. That's a definitely is, an eye jacket. This, an, <laughs> this brings out a lot of personality. There you go. <laughs> so what are we talking about with the one and only? And first, let me congratulate you, Mr. Married Man. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. I know. It was, it's been a great three months. <laughs> I love it. Three a lot months. Of, a lot of change. A lot of change. Yeah. The bachelor yeah. pad's not really working out for us, but it's all right. <laughs> We're going to be using you guys to buy a house after the first of the year. So I, love I love that. I love that. You know. You know, marriage comes and, you know, look, look at the pro over yeah, I was here. I say Master Monty <laughs> over there. I think I got it figured out now after, after the fourth time. Hey, you know? well, I was a runaway bride. I put my mom through how many weddings, Lord, and ran it right at, at the end. So, you know, uh, we're really excited for you. Thank we you. wish you all the Thank best you. and so much, so much happiness and so much fun with, with your with your beautiful bride. So mm-hmm. we're talking not about bride nor fashion today, but we are talking about what? We're talking about something just as sexy, though. No, way, way more so. No, 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 just not way more so. But something that's really, uh, I think that if the agents out there listening haven't really delved into this part of it, it's something to add value to your, you know, a tool in your right, huge you know, tool tools. Belt, mm-hmm. I think you know, because as we know here in Middle Tennessee, a whole lot of real estate is being purchased by investors, mm-hmm. you and think? most most investors <laughs> don't want to be managing their properties and a lot of them already have a management company but we've been we're very blessed to have uh, Blake Johnson heading up uh, uh, an awesome management company he comes from a management background so so uh, Blake let's talk about that first of all 
we know that you now are the proud owner of Hawthorne Carter Management Group, okay, management company. So, but before we go to that point, let's talk about what made you qualified to even do this and tell us a little your background, you know, what makes you an authority on the topic and then let's delve into the differences because there's a lot of property management companies out there. Why mm-hmm. Hawthorne, Hawthorne Carter. So, yeah, appreciate it. So I, I come from a background in property management. I started in multifamily. So I was an apartment leasing guy, basically a cat in a bird cage kind of thing. You walk in, I want an apartment. I go show the, um, the apartment. I leased it kind of thing. I worked my way up, um, spent about four, four and a half, almost five years specifically in the leasing property management side, whether it was on site. Um, my final position, I guess, if you will, in property management was more on the corporate housing side. So I dealt with the upper echelon of properties nationwide. So I, uh, I was the VP of the specific um, division, Southeast Division, where it was my focus to grow into different markets. So I have years of experience from on-site to national property management. And I thought that it would be really kind of the natural next step because as a licensed agent, knowing and having a trusted vendor to, in this specific case, take care of my clients after maybe I purchase or sell their property. I want to make sure that they're taken care of on the property management side. And um, coming from a background where I have the experience, it was just, it was one of those easy, okay, we could set it up. We could make this because I'll get into it later. It's, it's not a one size fits all property management. There's Mm -hmm. a difference between a good one and a bad one, or in my, in this specific case, an excellent one or a sub excellent property manager. So um, yeah, Hawthorne I don't Carter. think sub and excellent can be in the same phrase, can they? <laughs> I, I was, it was a little playoff, like subpar kind of thing. That's what I was going for. Yeah. I, I'm still playing with that. Okay, you're right. good, but I get I get you're what you're good. saying. Yeah. and I think in any any field, you know, you're going to have somebody who's well experienced in it, and, and possibly not. Other people, you know, right now because it's so hot to buy your first investment property, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. can do it with only fifteen percent down. I mean, that's You're a kidding. huge win. Yeah. Wow. So Fannie and Freddie that's what allow I was for to get that. Into also, is is the financing for this right? And so, so many as real estate agents, we just focus on what we have right in front of us. Mm-hmm. We don't think about you know possibly finding opportunities where they can use other parts of the funds for mm-hmm. one particular scenario right. and purchase another right mm-hmm. and if they do buy their first investment property then what right. you know meaning maybe they're not from here maybe they don't actually live here i had a gentleman call me earlier today from austin texas looking you know at, for an investment property here who's going to manage his you know property mm-hmm. so yeah, having that tool is so key i agree and, and that that fear i think is what keeps a lot of people from moving forward not knowing what the next step is and i think as a real estate professional if we can direct them to somebody that we know has got their back i mean guys i, I used to own 10 investment properties myself at one time so i can argue that side of self-management but my god i can tell you some more stories too that would make you want to never ever do what what, do that again Mm -hmm. because it really really helps having a third party in the middle of that somebody that you can trust well i don't have any investment properties and you that's not a good thing for me but i don't want to be that right and too scared and i don't know I'm not educated enough to know about, you know, who to hire. I was trying to save that 10% or 8% right. or whatever percent. I was trying to save mm-hmm. that. And my goodness, it's like, it's like when I used to uh, wrestle with uh, some folks deciding to go online and find a lender, I would <laughs> remind them that, look, you might save some little tiny amount, but here's the deal. You will earn every penny of that savings in the incompetency that you're probably going to be dealing with. That's just the way it is. There's no yep. local accountability and sure. so forth and so right. on. 
So we deal with that all the time from the mortgage standpoint. I know you do too, but let, let's, let's learn more about what, what, it, what is that difference, Blake, between an yeah. okay management company and not so Yeah, bad. I mean, you hit the nail on the head there. It's, I, I always ask, um, I do a lot of consults, uh, primarily with realtors, because that's how we position this business, to be a resource for real estate agents, to have that trusted vendor, that trusted property management, or that arrow in their quiver, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, these, these homeowners are just kind of, Okay, what what really are your fees? You know, there's a stigma uh, uh, stigmatization that it's ten percent. That's it, kind of mm-hmm. thing. We're a fully customizable property management firm. In fact, our first couple of properties were real estate agents who owned property who realized the importance wow. of having not self managing. Because what like I always ask this to the owners: What happens when that tenant's late? Mm-hmm. What, what do you do? Mm-hmm. For me, it's you're late on the 6th, there's a 10% late fee, and I turn you over to my attorneys on the 10th. Do you have an attorney to take care of that? Do you have that process in place? And do you also maintain that, excuse me, maintain that high expectation on the front end of the relationship? Because it's, it's going to be one of those situations where I really like this tenant. I have this relationship with this tenant. They are coming on to some financial hardships. Are you prepared for that if that happens? Mm-hmm. Because the of heart and the business, right? Right. Interfere. Right. And I mean, we can. We there's two ways, multiple ways to skin a cat. But at the end of the day, is for me, I always source in this one. Um, we don't discriminate based on any of that stuff. But specifically, if it's a property, it's a thousand bucks a month or ten thousand bucks a month. That doesn't matter to us. Mm-hmm. We are service before self. That's mm-hmm. just how I built this business. We had this one particular client. The margins weren't really there to be able to do this and make a little money on the back end, cover the expenses, and also cover a property manager. And he decided that he wanted to do it on his own. It was $1,000 a month rental, which is totally fine. And I told him, okay, I'd do this for 10%, and the margin wasn't there. But he is constantly tapping into my expertise, if you will. What, what would you do in a situation like this? What would you do in a situation like this? So at the end of the day, 10%. That's a $1,200 expense yearly to have that protection, mm-hmm. have my access to vendors, my mm-hmm. attorneys, mm-hmm. my operational excellence, huge if you value. will. Huge value. 1200 bucks a month gets you that. Yeah. A year. So, mm-hmm. A year. A yeah. year. Sorry. That's what I meant. But Yeah, I've, I've lived down that path where I had, um, you know, I, and I learned so much. You know, when I started buying real estate years ago, nobody told me the, the little things to, to, to know. For instance, don't ask the current landlord if they're a good tenant or not, you have to go back at least one more oh, because yeah. the current landlord, if they're bad, will tell you whatever you need to hear to get rid of them. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. You, you don't accept or a, uh, a, a relative's uh, utility bill receipts because the utility companies know how the games are played. I mean, there's so many things, you know, you, you don't, uh, you don't ask for a $150 pet deposit that's not refundable well hell you 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 ask for you require a thousand dollars that's refundable Mm -hmm. then when fido's got to get out you know go in the middle of the night you don't say well i'm i lost that 150 bucks anyhow go ahead go right here in this corner (laughs) kind of thing you know yep so there's so many little things but the hardest part i think blake the hardest thing for me and again this was taken from somebody that was was trying to carry 10 of them at one time or a couple things one of them is do you have the mental capacity or do you have the mental strength to know, lay your head down and sleep peacefully when you know you got 10 or however many water heaters, you know, that could go out tonight or roofs that could flood or, or God forbid what happened to me. One of my properties is the septic backed up into the lower part of the, of the, of the house, you know, those kind of problems. But 
I'll never forget one time where I just, I, I rented the place to a really awesome family and the guy ended up getting on some sort of major drugs and his family left him. He was sitting there, you know, broken as a human being. I had to pay him 500 bucks for his fridge. So he had money to move. One time I evicted somebody and they came back and rubbed a poop all over my front door. Now, I know we probably can't say the P word on this, on this, but I'm just saying I would have paid a lot more than 10% is the moral of the story there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't think it would be hard knowing even the guidelines from this past year. I mean, the, the tenant guidelines, I mean, they had a lot of flexibility, mm-hmm. right? Meaning mm-hmm. I think with they the got COVID away with rules, a lot. yeah, they yeah, didn't they have did. to pay rent yeah, and I things, know. right? Ooh. So I put it as, so as an owner, it, it is difficult to, to, yep. you know, have investment properties, but having seasoned professionals, mm-hmm. um, that back you to know what you're allowed mm-hmm. to do, what you can do, right. um, the best practices and strategies, yeah. um, is key. It, you know, it, I always say I have such high expectations, not only for my owners, but also for my tenants. You know, as long mm-hmm. as we're maintaining consistency, fair housing requires us to do that. Mm-hmm. We're okay. I always say not everybody's going to be able to rent at this home, at this property. Right. As long as you're, uh, the tenant understands the expectations on the front end, the relationship, right. and listen, this was happened this this time. This is what happened at this time. Uh, I, I, I think the value of having that attorney on on uh, yeah. standby. I think that's a again speaking from experience. Yeah. That's a really big deal because yeah. it's all about keeping someone's attention sometimes yeah you know? and this is this is an attorney i've dealt with for years you know she was with me um, at the very very beginning so i've had an established really i've had to be in those court proceedings with the specific attorney and knowing where we draw the line and in this specific case i knew that it was going to be a really really hard line from the beginning and i'm just not wavering from that because at the end of the day i i i consider these properties i, I consider myself to have vested interest in these properties mm-hmm. it's it's my responsibility to protect that and how we're going to do that so do you help with long-term short-term all medium of, term all, all, all of the above okay so um th- there's varying fees associated with that but at the end of the day the answer is kind of yes okay. um we're a full service property management firm in this specific instance with some of my agents um who use me as their property manager um they do all the leasing so they do all the maintenance as well and me i just collect rents pay out pay out this pay out this and it's just it's really kind of minimal property management and we have a certain fee structure for that as well so all across the board i do short term i do um, long term there's a lot of due diligence between each variances but yes so knowing the short-term rules and guidelines for this you know county or this city mm-hmm. etc you have to be uh, you know aware it. of up on it pretty much all that. a general rule of thumb is pretty much anything less than 90 days has some applicable tax some applicable permit and it varies depending on city county mm-hmm. certain jurisdictions certain areas it's it's pretty cumbersome but once we've i mean some of these airbnbs downtown they're just bringing in the cash so i don't discourage people from venturing down that route but there are some hardships and frustrations well i would say cross your t's and dot your i's because i had a scenario just recently who had a cute you know sub house whatever you want to call it and that was going to be the rental Mm -hmm. um and an appraiser brought to our attention that he didn't think it met the permit requirements from Mm -hmm. a size standpoint and um, you know, everybody pushed forward, pushed forward. And this, the buyer was like, you know, I'm not going to move forward unless I know I can get this permit or that. Right. right because right. it is so key. And did they not, uh, wait 60, 90 days, go through this whole ring of maru to find out that they were off by what, like three feet 
of what they needed, you know, to get wow. the permit. Wow. And so they would have bought this home with the expectation that they could have rented it with, you know, proper mm -hmm. permitting and they, they could not. So it is important to know mm -hmm. what your buyer is getting into. Mm -hmm. And if you aren't well-versed in it, working with somebody, you know, and right. having, like you say, Monty, another tool in your toolbox mm -hmm. to be more successful, that, that makes you more valuable, I think, as a real estate agent for mm -hmm. sure. So Blake, in this situation that, okay, I'm a, I'm a real estate agent, I've, I've got somebody who is, uh, uh, that's thinking about buying an investment property. What's in it for me other than I don't care about the uh, $100 or $200 finder fee, but what's in it for me? Are you willing to give that back when they're ready to buy or to, or, or, or they're ready to sell that property, for instance? Are, are you, is it, or is it gone? And I just helped, uh, you know, my, my investor, but I didn't get anything in the future. Well, tell me how that works. Yeah. Oh, that's good to think. Yeah. About. We're, we're, we're all about honoring the relationship. You know, I, I, I established this with the, the, the understanding that we're, this is going to be a slow build primarily because we want our relationships with our realtors or I didn't, I'm sorry, realtors, not realtors, not docator, realtor. Sorry. <laughs> You're speaking Carrie Ann's language now. I was going to say, get with it, Blake. I'm sorry. I'm, but, sorry, hey, I'm sorry. I learned that hard a few times. I, I knew if I did not correct myself, Monty would call me later. Hey, and do you know that I was me. in a presentation? I think this is right before Monty and I met or right after we met. And did he not come up and said, hey, just to let you know. <laughs> and I was like, well, I come from the music. Everything's added a little extra flair, yeah, you yeah, know. There yeah. you go. But, um, I love it. Uh, I lost my train of thought here. But anyways, yes, I, I'm all about honoring the relationship. That's key. That's uh, important. For me, our, our, one of our mottos is service before self. And as a resource for agents to lean on, Hawthorne Carter, as, as well as myself, I'm an agent. And I, I love knowing that I can pick up the phone and call somebody and say, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. How can you help? Or how can I get help here? Um, well, many people rent for different reasons. Oh, Sometimes totally. they rent because they can't qualify to purchase, right? right? right. And so you're preparing them for a future purchase down right. the road. Um, sometimes that person is looking for a long-term rental mm -hmm. investment, mm -hmm. right? Um, where they're trying to make their money, you know, 10, 20 years down the road. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, they're looking for it to just to take advantage of the market shifts like mm -hmm. it did this past year, you mm -hmm. know, and they want to get yeah, out. And let's, so. say, let's say it was this past year and there was a, you know, that we hooked, let's say it was, I hooked you up with, an investor who had a property and, and uh, he, he hired you to, uh, to manage that property. And then the, ma the market continues to climb and next year it's worth a hundred grand more. So he decides to sell it. Is that yours or are you mm -hmm. going to give him back to me? No, that, that I, I do not consider that to be my jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. Right. My, my, my thing is to be, park your clients with me for a while. Let me continue to nurture them. Mm -hmm. I'm, I keep my realtors in, in, in the mix. I have a specific um, uh, portfolio that I'm working on onboarding right now. It's 15 unit, sorry, 15 property portfolio. And he has maintained this relationship with these specific investors who is a group of four. And he decides that he's like, I'm just not in the property man. Cause it, it, everybody thinks they can do it, but really when push mm -hmm. comes to shove, not really a lot of people can yeah, do it. I don't want to do it. Um, and he just Whether said, they can do it. They don't want to yeah, do it. I exactly, think that's the, exactly. that's the decision there. There's, there's a lot of agents who said I'm licensed in the state of Tennessee or wherever, and I could do it. Why not? Let me mm -hmm. stand up this side and just, it doesn't work that way. You got to have the aptitude and the attitude to do it, but that's needless here to say what this specific, um, broker is doing. is like, he realizes that the money's for him. It's just, it's, it's just not there. It's not working. I want to, he wants to continue to, 
um, focus on that relationship with those investors. So he's transitioning those investors and those po- that portfolio over to me so we can emulate the same contract, but he can continue to service and maintain that relationship while his clients are also still being maintained. Without and, the day-to-day Right, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do the day-to-day yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's what we do with our agents, and um, it's fruitful. I have, I have a lot of agents who are realizing the importance of having a trusted vendor to call on and say, Blake, what do you think this would be renting for? And I always give a swing. Mm-hmm. I always provide that, that extra level of care and maintain that relationship and mm-hmm. um, offer incentives for all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like, know your lane. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these agents, like I said, are, are thinking that, okay, I could make a quick buck doing that. But are you prepared mm-hmm. to answer the phone no. at 12 no. o'clock no. when yeah. someone's... No. Do you Septic have somebody? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you have a plumber or do you have an electrician who's who'll, who'll go over and run over and take care of and it? And if you and if you are power to you, let, like let's talk and let's kind of work together because I'm growing. Well, I, think a team. A oh, I think it's a full time. I think it's a full time job. Totally you know, full-time. my partner they have quite a few rentals and they were had um, a, a company working on it, but then they looked at the dollar figure they were paying a full time job for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while she was raising her children, she was going to take over that. But I mean, she, I mean, she's out and about in left and right and all over the place. I mean, that's yeah. a full time job, right? Yeah. So if you're not ready for that, for sure, leverage your time, right? Um, like you're saying, you can definitely as a real estate agent, help that investor find that next mm-hmm. money making property, right? So, type of thing. So, so Carrie, let me let me see if this will work. I just want to prime the pump here for ideas because I know a lot of agents just don't go down that investor, uh, uh, that hole because, or that, that venue, mm-hmm. because they just don't know a lot about it. So let's say, and I'm, again, I may be getting ahead of myself, but let's say that somebody bought their home, uh, four years ago or even two years ago for, you know, 300,000 and now it's worth 600,000. Okay. But the point is they've got an accessible hundred to $200,000 right. and mm-hmm. still within an 80% LTV. Can, can they take that money, that equity dollars and buy an investment property? Yeah. So you can up to 89.99%. So it's it's right just shy of 90%. You can pull the equity out up to that uh, combined loan to value. So your current mortgage, whatever that gap is up to Mm -hmm. 90, basically 90%. um, And that's on a primary home. Now let's say you have another investment property and it's free and clear. You can pull that up to 85% um, and pull that equity out to purchase another. So you could keep having your equity yeah. And you know, right now, so many people, if they have the ability to pay cash, which mm-hmm. you and I see that a lot, mm-hmm. why are they paying cash? A, they want that home. So mm-hmm. they feel like that's what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, they are doing that just because that's just their normal protocol. You can do a delayed financing cash at refinance, take advantage of the low interest rates right now, mm-hmm. utilize that money um, and go buy two other money making properties. Right. And with so a, with a with a rate of rent, right? now i don't know why somebody but i hope people are catching what we're putting down here is like if you have a a a database of people that you've worked with over the years they've got there's a good chance they've got some serious equity right right now what if you could reach out to them and say hey you know if we had a turnkey operation here where we could take the the hassle off your back and take some of your equity and and cause a a positive cash flow while it's being managed by, by, by someone else a third party that's fully connected and everything and professional will do a great job. 
why wouldn't you, as a real estate professional, why wouldn't you want to encourage your clients to do that? Mm-hmm. You know? Yep, and they can do that up to down as high as 15% down, right? Which does require mortgage insurance. So a lot of people look at that 20, 25% down oh, requirement. Yeah. But the other thing, just speaking of the rents, so depending on if they have a history or not, we could utilize the proposed rents and take a portion of the proposed rents to go towards them qualifying for that particular home. Wow. So some people approach, oh, I won't qualify to purchase an investment hmm. property. They can use proposed rents, which mm-hmm. we receive from the appraiser mm-hmm. who does a, an average calculation of what the proposed rental would be for this particular area mm-hmm. on that particular size home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we use that, give a percentage of that towards uh, their income for qualification purposes. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of perks out there to help those people move mm-hmm. in the direction of purchasing you know, their first um, investment properties. And before the rates do shift, I mean, rumor has it the rates are going to slowly continue to, to mm-hmm. increase, which I do think that they need to but you still today can get an amazing you know low interest rate you know on an investment mm-hmm. uh property and those multi-units are key right i mean you can duplexes you know triplexes etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. um those are those are huge wins for some folks cool so so blake again what um what other points would you like to make here on your uh hawthorne carter it sounds like a great idea it sounds like you're dealing with the owner of the company and not just somebody who is, you know, filling a gap, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. no offense to anybody filling a gap, but I know personally that one of the differences that makes Connie Realty One Group, uh, Music City, what it is, is because this is Connie and I's baby, okay? We live and die for Realty One Group, Music City. And so I know that there's a difference in the, processes and the attitude and the commitment to excellence and outstanding uh, experience for the consumer, our, our agents, when there's a real ownership and interest, not to discount anybody who's working for somebody whatsoever, but I just know there's a difference. Can you speak to that? I mean, I, uh, it's, you know, you were an employee before, right? And I got a feeling you did a great job. Mm-hmm. Now you're the owner of the company. Mm-hmm. How, how does that, does that make a difference? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, um, I go back to, um, owners when they're trying to qualify a property owner or property manager, ask, ask them, or just, it's evident just by looking at them, is their heart in it? Mm -hmm. You know, is your heart in it? Mm -hmm. And for me, everybody who talks to me about property management knows that my heart's in it. And I'm not in this to make a quick buck. I'm not in this to scalp clients off of real estate agents. I'm in this for the long haul because I truly believe in service before self. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that to build a right business, you need to put your heart and you know, your heart into it. And I know that's, you know, all fine and dandy, but like push comes to shove, you could take a look at my track record and see that I've had success in this just by approaching it with this mentality. Mm-hmm. And it's not a complicated business model. It really isn't. But it, it, it takes a village to make sure that we're doing it and we're serving our clients well. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't work with everybody just because it's the motivated, qualified, coachable, and uh, appreciative. Mm-hmm. Are you MQCNA? And a lot of these uh, investors, seasoned or not, don't really uh, uh, approach this. They think the property manager is... Them. whatever it's yeah. below, they're, they're below us and I, I get it there's a little bit of an ego there whatever and i'm to, i could i could talk to anybody but at the end of the day it's like it takes much more than just googling property manager calling the first one on google and say all right here's my property 
Mm-hmm. It takes much more than that. It's like qualifying a real estate agent or qualifying a mortgage lender. It's like, it's, mm-hmm. it, we were just talking about that before we hit mm-hmm. record. It's like, come on, do your yeah. research. No, I, it, right. was, it was really Ask interesting. Questions. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. interesting to me. You know, I hadn't talked to anybody. I, I hadn't had owned any uh, investment properties for a long time, but Connie and I bought one down in Florida. And I reached out to, I don't know, a handful of property managers, management companies down there. And it was a mind boggling the difference of, re, of, of response that I got it was just a, a real reminder. That's why I brought it up again here on mic about, you know, what makes you different. Okay. Because at the end of the day, people have to buy you and your conviction before right. they care about what you're serving, right. or, you know, what you're doing, you know? And, um, and it seems like if I know you at all, it seems like you're speaking from a conviction that you truly do really, truly embrace the idea of managing right. other people's property for us. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I pride ourselves in being one of the first fully customizable, almost a la carte, if you will, property management services in middle Tennessee. I don't know, maybe in the nation. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm, think big. I love I'm, it. I'm, I'm, love I'm it. setting out to lead because the traditional old style property manager, it's, we're out of that. It's no longer that we're right. in this new age of, sexy realtors and sexy property managers is like, well, come on, we need, we need to do better for this or this specific industry. So anyways, I, um, I'm passionate about it and it's evident in my work. And, um, I think that the more real estate agents realize that, okay, I need to stay in my lane. Mm -hmm. I need to partner with someone. Uh, We have different conversations and different varying partnership agreements and all that kind of stuff, just because it's not one size fits all. So do your homework and, uh, come work with us. Do you know that you can help a first time home buyer, okay? Buy a triplex. This is so cool. Wow. They can buy their first home, live in one of the units, put 3 and a half percent down, rent out the, in the other whole, in the whole in the triplex. So right. they have to live buy in the one. the whole thing. Yeah. For 3 and a half percent. 3 and a half percent down, they buy one and they rent out the other two, right? Wow. Basically make money to while live to live there and utilize, you know, somebody like yourself and still be in the green. Right. Wow. And, and, and Whoa. receive an income. You know, when you take a second to know what's available out there, now it, you do need to search out proper triplexes and or mm-hmm. duplexes and things like that and mm-hmm. what's available. And I knew mm-hmm. there were some, you know, out in the Murfreesboro area for the MTSU, you know, section. Mm-hmm. And we've helped mm-hmm. many people, um, you know, working, going to school, bought their first home, rented out the other units type of thing. So, wow. you know, being a real estate agent, knowing what's available, knowing that there are some great professionals out there that want to work with you to help create this value add, right? Create a program so you can go out there mm-hmm. and help more people, mm-hmm. you know, achieve the dream dream of not only ownership, but also, you know, in a few years that the unit could yeah. possibly even be paid off. Right. What, what so an incredible way to huge, get started. Huge win. So there's a lot of perks and I'm a big fan of, you know, when you are in sales, real estate agent, lender, et cetera, when you create these programs with a title, you know, with something that you can offer, which includes a, B and C, right. Mm-hmm. Meaning the property management, this and this, all these value adds, it's, it helps you, um, tremendously out there. It's you know, your credibility. It's going to get in in front of other people. If you can add that to your portfolio of knowledge and expertise. And it's all about, we know this, but it's amazing how few agents really embrace yeah. that part of it, you know, cause we know that we need a great roofer. We need a great electrician mm-hmm. painter and all these different things, because our number one goal is to be the top of mind of our database of people who know, like, and trust mm-hmm. us. So we can stay top of mind. Well, if we can also 
be connected to a great property management. I'm, I'm telling you that I think there's a lot of folks that are, are losing, leaving money on the table just simply by not tapping into that part mm-hmm. of it because they haven't bothered to investigate of who they can right. trust on sure. that. And they're waiting for the tail to wag the dog, waiting right. for that need. Yep. And then it's like, it's like the agent who doesn't know their plan B should something fall apart on plan A. Mm-hmm. They haven't done their homework. And it's the same way when you haven't done your homework in this business, I mean, the reason why I own 10 is like, okay, I'm in this business. Okay, I should be able to manage that. I don't ever want to manage another one again, though. And I would I would defer anything to you in the future in a heartbeat, Blake. So let's talk about that property in Florida, okay, when we get off there. I love yeah. it. Well, you know, a lot of people do their I, I first time homebuyer. I will be charging a lot more than 10%, though. Let the record show. I love it. You know, a lot of people do first time homebuyer seminars or oh, mixers yeah. mm-hmm. or classes. Mm-hmm. Why not do, you know, invest, how to purchase your first amen, investment, amen, you know, and things amen. like that. Change it up. Be different. Um, the more people that you can educate, so many people just don't know they can do it. So right, many right, people just right. don't think that they could qualify for something that could help their family grow, mm-hmm. you know, gain wealth through real estate, mm-hmm. not just by the one, then the flip that, you know, and then they sell. And because a lot of agents don't have that and haven't gone down that path, they don't feel qualified then to promote it. But you don't have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lived in Nashville for years and didn't own a house. You know, I was still a realtor, you know. There's a lot of realtors out there. It's the same way here. You don't have to ha- have investment property to share with a conviction. I mean, look at the values that have happened around here in Nashville and, and the equity people could be making right yeah, now, and the and hero you sh- that you would be. Usually one investor is not, if they're a true investor, you know, they get the investor bug. They mm-hmm. buy one, they figure it out, then right, they want to buy right. two, and they're coming back to you, you know, because right. you're going to be their go-to real estate agent right. for, for that. So. Exactly. Right. Great and, things. And it, I go back to the the importance of having your client being taken care of and you're nurtured and right. you're getting updates. And right. it's like, you know, we have that e-com team and your clients are being nurtured. Your mm-hmm. leads are being nurtured, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just that much better, except that you're not a bot. I'm not a bot. I'm Blake Johnson. I'm a real estate agent with Realty One Group, and I also happen to be principal and founder of Hawthorne Carter Real Estate Services. I love it. That so, sounds, it sounds so good. Yeah. We're well, so proud can, of you. Look, look, can I tell you the story about what it is? And this is kind of um, sentimental a little bit, so cue the waterworks, right? But Hawthorne is a, is a tree that's known... Um, internationally as a tree of sturdiness and just beauty, but it also symbolizes love for a person, a place, or a thing that came into your life for the right reason and the right time. So for me, I have a lot of Hawthorns. Monty Moore, Connie Moore happen to be Hawthorns in my life. My wife, Emily, she's a Hawthorne. There's a lot of different Hawthorns. So um, that that Hawthorne is... Sure. Uh, it, symbolizes my love for people and right so my middle name is carter my dad's middle name is carter and he instilled the importance of being an entrepreneur recently i talked about being an entrepreneur and embracing that spirit and so for my dad to pay homage to him is carter so hawthorne carter so anyways that is great because i was going to ask where the name come from yeah, and yeah. i love that wow i love so, that so blake the real quickly behind. before we before we uh, end the session how do people here get a hold of you blake yeah how do we get hold of you blake how, what, what is your uh, email address or yeah. phone number how of do course we do of course so my cell phone number is 615-809-1269 and my email is blake j at hawthorne carter tn.com do that one more time blake j at hawthorne with an e carter tn.com fabulous good stuff good stuff hey thank you you so much for being here it's always a joy to have you and thank you again everybody for joining us this week we cannot wait to have you come back next week you've been listening to the talk of music city real estate